Welcome to the Hoosier Hills Conference Weekly, featuring the authorities on sports in the HHC. Justin Soakland from the HHCSports.com and Matt Dennison from Hoosier Hills Hoops. This is your weekly update on the eight schools in the conference. And now, here's Justin and Matt with this week's news and highlights from around the league. Welcome, everyone, to Episode 3 of the Hoosier Hills Conference Weekly, a podcast released every Sunday night. Matt Dennison here, joined tonight again by my co-host, Justin Soakland. We're glad you're back with us. Tonight, we'll headline things, recapping Week 2 of high school football in the Hoosier Hills Conference, and of course, we'll get you prepared for Week 3. Well, Justin, another great weekend of football, still early in this 2013 season, and I know we want to take a look first at that Jeffersonville win in a big way over Seymour. Yeah, Matt, the Red Devils got off to a fantastic start in the Hoosier Hills Conference play. They opened with a dominating performance, uh, beating Seymour 61-7. to And they scored 60 points for the second straight week, and that was despite playing the second half with a running clock as the score got out of control. Running back Austin Hines ran for 152 yards and four touchdowns on only eight carries. He broke a 57-yard touchdown on his first attempt, which kind of set the tone for the night. Jeffersonville, now 2-0 and 1-0 in the league, Averaged 11.3 yards per carry as a team and scored 61 points while running only 27 offensive plays. So quite an explosive game for the Red Devils. Sophomore quarterback Jamal Britt was 3 for 4 for 142 yards and two touchdowns through the air. Seymour played without starting quarterback Austin Sutton, who suffered an ankle injury in the season opener. The Owls are now 0-2 and 0-1 in the league, and they punted 11 times and crossed midfield only twice against the Red Devils. The Owls did score in the fourth quarter on an 18-yard pass from Chris Knight to Elijah Torborg after recovering a Jeff fumble. This week, the Red Devils visit Medford North Lawrence. Jeffersonville leads the series with the Stars 26-11, but last year's 41-26 win broke a four-year losing streak against BNL. And Jeff's last win at BNL came in 2007. Jeffersonville's offense will be difficult for the Stars to contain. The Red Devils are fourth in the state in scoring at 60.5 points per game. Seymour will look to regroup, but will have a difficult assignment for that when it hosts Columbus East. The Owls haven't conquered the Olympians since 2002, and Seymour is struggling defensively while allowing 60 points per game. Well, New Albany had a tough assignment on the road, playing near the pocket city of Indiana against Castle. Castle ultimately a winner, 14-7 over the Bulldogs. In a defensive struggle, the Knights stopped two deep New Albany drives in the final period to beat the Bulldogs for the fourth straight time. Castle scored in the first quarter. Following a Tuan Payton fumble, the Knights put together a 14-play, 77-yard drive capped by a one-yard touchdown run by junior Christian Peach. New Albany took the lead late in the first half. After Jeffonte McLean intercepted a short pass at the two-yard line, New Albany quarterback Zach Donan broke a 98-yard touchdown run. Vincent Falcone's extra point gave the Bulldogs a 7-6 edge. In the third quarter, Peach capped off a nine-play, 87-yard drive, aided by two costly New Albany penalties with a five-yard touchdown. The two-point conversion gave Castle the final 14-7 advantage. New Albany drove inside the Castle 10-yard line twice in the fourth quarter but could not convert. The Bulldogs picked off three passes. Peyton ran for 169 yards while Peach finished with 170 for Castle. This week, New Albany, they begin their HHC journey against Jennings County. The Bulldogs won last year's game against the Panthers, 42-13, but they haven't beaten Jennings County at Burke Field since 2007. 
Matt, at Floyd Central, the Highlanders broke out the passing game. Uh, they beat Providence 60-34. to Floyd Central's green wave swept Providence out to sea, quite surprisingly. The Highlanders, breaking from the run-on-the-ground norm of old-school coach Brian Gleasing, unleashed junior quarterback Colton Kim, who threw for 235 yards and two touchdowns. This Floyd win was more balanced than some of their games in the past, with Kim living passes and a stable of running backs doing the damage from all angles. And the result was the most points scored by the Highlanders, who are now 1-1, since a 61-60 shootout with New Albany in 2010. Kim was accurate and lethal early in the first half. He completed nine straight passes at one point, two for touchdowns, as the Highlanders roared to a four-score lead. Kim's first completion went the distance as he found senior wideout Austin Carl over the middle for a 48-yard touchdown. Kim and Carl hooked up again, this time from 52 yards, that gave Floyd a 25-0 lead. Providence crawled back within 32-30 in the second half, but a Nick Duel 30-yard touchdown run gave Floyd a shot of energy, and that paved the way for Floyd to put Providence away. Gary Posey added a touchdown run to start the fourth quarter. Gabriel Kennedy gathered in a short and bouncing punt and raced past the off-guard Pioneers for a 55-yard punt return score, and Gage Klingsmith kept the night with a 50-yard touchdown run. Kim was 13-22 overall, and Carl was his tar- top target with four catches for 119 yards. Clay Smith had 126 yards rushing. This week, the Highlanders will go on the road to face a much-improved Madison team. Floyd Central has won six straight in the series with Madison, including last year's 47-14 final. Well, big game in Columbus this week between the Olympians and their crosstown rival, the Columbus North Bulldogs. East, a 48-13 winner. Class 4A number one, Columbus East, now 2-0, totaled 438 yards and 42 points in the first half while crushing their city rival. Markel Jones had 103 rushing and scored twice all in the first half for Columbus East. This week, the Olympians start their march toward a potential 10th straight Hoosier Hills Conference title when they play at Seymour. East last lost against the Hoosier Hills Conference opponent came at Bedford North Lawrence in 2006. Quite a run they've had. The Olympians won, have won 42 straight conference games. At South Dearborn, the surprise team in the conference so far has been Madison, and Madison beat South Dearborn 37-10. Mitchell Sandlin scored three touchdowns in the first half, and Jordan Partey caught a nine-yard TD pass from Cody Bowles as the Cubs are now 2-0 for the first time since 2005, stormed a 34-3 lead at intermission. Sandlin totaled 148 rushing yards as Madison went for 301 yards on the ground. The Cubs also forced four turnovers. This is a vastly improved team under first-year coach Patrick Morrison and one future foes in the Hoosier Conference that better not overlook. This week, the Cubs will continue to look their, against their winning streak against Floyd Central. What a start by Madison and first-year coach Patrick Morrison. At North Vernon, Greensburg was a 32-13 winner over the host Panthers. Trent Black had 23 carries for 207 yards and two touchdowns to lead the Pirates past the Panthers, who fall to 0-2. Jennings, County, Jennings County's Connor Byram went 11 of 27 for 120 yards with two TD passes, both to Nick's, Nick Nixon. This week, the Panthers will host New Albany. We told you about that game a little earlier. They're still looking for their first win under new coach Dustin Roller. And finally, Matt, at Bloomington, Bloomington North uh, beat Bedford North Lawrence 45-20. to The Stars finally got on the scoreboard with their offense, scoring for the first time this season, but the Cougars totaled 436 yards of offense to overwhelm the Stars, who went to 0-2. North senior running back Hunter Jastrzemski 
led the Cougars with 109 yards rushing and 100 yards receiving, and he scored four times. Being an offense finally showed signs of life as it generated 337 yards of offense after only having 57 in the first game against South. Behind quarterback Braden Tidd, who went 16 of 25 for 196 yards passing and a touchdown. Tidd threw a 63-yard strike to Austin Hughes to put the Stars on the board at 21-7, but that was as close as they could get. This week, BNL will host conference rival Jeffersonville, as we talked about earlier, on Friday night. Again, you're listening to the Hoosier Hills Conference Weekly, a podcast that Justin Soakland and I, Matt Dennison, do every Sunday night. And with our podcast, we give an Athlete of the Week, where we highlight a player from a sport within the Hoosier Hills Conference at a school from within the Hoosier Hills Conference with a great performance uh, of that past week. And this week, Justin and I have agreed on Mitchell Sandlin of Madison. We told you what a hot start they're off to at 2-0. and uh, Sandlin had 148 rushing yards and three touchdowns as the Cubs got that second win of the 2013 season. Another thing we do each week is go through other sports going on this fall at the eight member schools of the Hoosier Hills Conference. A lot of action that week and ju- this past week, and Justin's going to tell you a little bit about it. Well, Matt, this week the focus is on volleyball. The HAC is a tremendous volleyball conference, and they have three teams ranked in the top ten in the first Indiana Coaches of Girls Sports Association Class 4A state poll. Floyd Central leads the way in number five. Columbus East was number six, and C4 was number seven, so right in order, one, two, three. In addition, New Albany received votes, and they could climb into the top ten later this season. New Albany played particularly well on Saturday, winning its own River City Invitational without dropping a game in three matches. John Breeding's Bulldogs were paced by Alexis Leet, who had 15 kills, 10 blocks, and four aces on the day, and freshman setter Sadie Meyer, who had 32 assists. New Albany is now 6-0. A key game coming up to watch this week is Floyd Central at 5-0 will clash with Seymour in an early showdown of ranked powers on Tuesday night at Seymour. And let's not forget Bedford North Lawrence is another team to watch. The Stars are now 8-0 after winning their 16-16 invitational on Saturday. The stars for the stars are middle hitter Riley Knight, outside hitter Lexi Scott, and sophomore setter Alexis Spear. In girls golf, Floyd Central is ranked number 11 in the latest Indiana High School Golf Coaches Association state poll. And in boys tennis, Jeffersonville is ranked number 12 in the latest poll in that sport. So those are the teams to watch and the teams to track in the coming weeks in the Hoosier Hills Conference. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this third episode of our podcast. And again, we'll be back next Sunday with episode four. Again, we want to highlight all of the sports uh, of the eight-member schools in the conference, so if there's something that we've missed or a great performance you'd like to pass along to Justin, please contact us. You can visit Hoosier Hills Hoops at www.hoosierhillshoops.com. You can follow Justin at thehcsports.com, and we both have Twitter, Twitter as well. I am at Hoosier Hills. That's all one word, Hoosier Hills, and Justin is at the HHC Sports. Again, all one word, at the HHC Sports. That'll do it for this third week of our program. Again, hope you'll be back with us for the remainder of the fall season and beyond. It's the Hoosier Hills Conference Weekly with Matt Dennison and Justin Soakland. You've been listening to the Hoosier Hills Conference Weekly. Join Justin Soakland and Matt Dennison again next week with the best coverage of HHC Sports. Throughout the week, visit www.thhcsports.com and www.hoosierhillshoops.com for the latest updates.